Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is why are companies so threatened with work from home? So the COVID-19 pandemic has forced or had forced many companies to adopt the work from home model and policies for their employees. While some have embraced this change as a way to increase productivity, flexibility, and employee satisfaction, others have resisted it and tried to bring their workers back to the office as soon as possible. Why are so many companies threatened with work from home? One possible reason is that some managers and leaders are used to a traditional way of working that relies on direct supervision, control, and micromanagement. They may even feel that they cannot trust their employees to work effectively and efficiently without their constant oversight and feedback. They may also worry that their employees will slack off, get distracted, or lose motivation when working from home. Another possible reason is that some companies are concerned about the impact of work from home on their culture, collaboration, and innovation. They may even believe that their employees need to be physically present in the office to foster a sense of belonging, teamwork, and creativity. They may also fear that their employees will miss out on valuable opportunities for networking, learning, and mentoring when working from home. Third possible reason could be that some companies are worried about the legal, technical, and logistical challenges of work from home. They may have to deal with issues such as data security, privacy, compliance, communication, equipment, and infrastructure when allowing their employees to work from home. They may also even have to adjust their own policies, procedures, and systems to accommodate different time zones, schedules, and preferences of their employees. These are just some of the possible reasons why some companies are so threatened with work from home. However, These reasons may not be valid or even justified in the current context of work. Many studies have even shown that work from home can actually benefit both the employer and the employees in terms of productivity, performance, satisfaction, well-being, and even cost savings. Moreover, many employees have expressed a preference for work from home or even a hybrid model that allows them to choose where and when they work. Therefore, companies that are threatened with work from home may need to rethink their assumptions and attitudes toward this mode of work. They may even need to adopt a more flexible, supportive, and trusting approach to managing their employees who work from home. They may also need to even invest in the necessary tools, training, and resources to enable their employees to work from home effectively and safely. By doing this, they may even be able to reap the benefits of work from home 
and gain a competitive edge in the post-pandemic world of work. If you're like me, you've probably enjoyed working from home for the past year or so. I have no more commuting, no more dress code, no more annoying coworkers who just want to stand around and gossip. It's just me, my laptop, and my pajamas if I choose. But not everyone is happy with this type of arrangement. Some companies are eager to get their employees back to the office, even if it means risking their health and safety. So why are they so threatened by the work from home model? So think of it in terms of these reasons. Companies may actually not even trust their own employees. Some managers think that if they can't see their workers, they can't control them. They worry that people will slack off, watch Netflix, play video games instead of doing their jobs. They don't realize that productivity and performance can be measured by results, not by hours spent in a cubicle or at a desk. They miss the power dynamics. Some bosses enjoy having the authority over their subordinates. They like to micromanage, criticize, and intimidate their own employees. They feel threatened by the autonomy and flexibility that work from home offers. They don't like the idea of workers having a say in how they do their work or having a better work-life balance. Some bosses might even fear change. Some companies are stuck in the past. They cling to outdated practices and policies that don't fit into the modern world. They resist innovation and adaptation. They fear that work from home will disrupt their culture, their processes, and their profits. They don't see the benefits of remote work, such as lower costs, higher satisfaction, and a wider talent pool. So why do companies condone hybrid work and detest work from home? Now, hybrid work is a model that allows employees to work both both remotely and in the office, depending on their preferences and their needs. Work from home, on the other hand, is a model that requires employees to work exclusively from their home without any physical interaction with their colleagues or managers. Many companies have now adopted a hybrid work as a way to cope with the challenges posed by COVID-19, such as lockdowns, social distances, and health risk. Hybrid work offers several benefits for both the employers and the employees, such as increased productivity. Employees can choose the environment that suits them best, whether it is quiet home office or a collaborative work um, co-working space. They can also save time and money on commuting, which can reduce the stress and improve their well-being. Also, it can also um, offer enhanced flexibility. Employees can adjust their schedules according to their personal and professional obligations, such as family care, education, or even hobbies. They can also take advantage of different time zones to work with global teams and clients. There's also improved diversity and inclusion with the hybrid model. Employees can access 
more opportunities, regardless of their location, gender, age, disability, or background. They can also benefit from exposure to different cultures and perspectives, which can even foster creativity and innovation. However, not all companies are enthusiastic about working from home, even though it is a subset of hybrid work. Some of the reasons why companies may not like work from home are the reduced communication and collaboration. Employees may feel isolated and disconnected from their coworkers and managers when they work from home. They may also miss out on informal interactions, such as water cooler chats, gossip, brainstorming sessions, or even feedback loops that can enhance teamwork and trust, or maybe even lowered engagement and motivation. Employees may lose sight of their goals and values when they work from home. They may also struggle to balance their work and personal lives, which can lead to burnout or distraction. Additionally, they may even face challenges in maintaining their professional identity and visibility in the organization. They can also have increased security and compliance risk. Employees may expose sensitive data and information when they work from home. They may also violate policies and regulations that govern their industry or sector. Furthermore, they may even encounter technical issues or difficulties that can hamper their performance and productivity. Therefore, some companies condone hybrid work as a compromise between the advantages of remote work and the drawbacks of work from home. Hybrid work allows companies to retain their talent, optimize their resources, and adapt to changing circumstances. Work from home, however, poses more challenges and risk for companies that value communication, engagement, and whatever else they may think they need for their culture. Whatever the reason, these companies are missing out on a huge opportunity. Work from home is not a threat, but a chance to improve the way we work. It's not a trend, but a reality. It's not a problem, but a solution. So if you're lucky enough to work from home, enjoy it. And if you're not, maybe it's time to look for a better employer that will more reach out to what your needs are. Is work from home a threat to social norms? You might even think I'm crazy for even asking this question, but hear me out on this. Work from home is a trend that has been growing in popularity since the pandemic. Many people have found it convenient, comfortable, and cost-effective to work from their own homes instead of commuting to an office. Some even say it has improved their productivity, creativity, and well-being. But what about the social aspect of work? Don't we miss interacting with our colleagues, clients, and bosses face-to-face? Don't we need some human contact to keep us sane and motivated? Don't we risk losing our sense of belonging, identity, and culture? 
by working in isolation. I'm definitely not saying that work from home is bad or even that it's wrong. I'm just wondering if it has some unintended consequences for our social norms. For example, how do we dress when we work from home? Do we still follow the dress code of our profession or do we wear whatever we want? How do we communicate with our coworkers when we can't see their body language, our facial expressions? Do we use emojis and memes to convey our emotions? How do we balance our work and personal life when they are both happening in the same space? Do we set boundaries and schedules or do we work whenever we feel like it? These are some of the questions that I think we need to ask ourselves as we embrace work from home as a new way of working. Maybe there are no right or wrong answers, but rather different preferences and styles. Maybe we can adapt and adjust to work from home without losing our social norms, or maybe we need to create new ones that suit our changing needs. Now, I remember for me personally, in the beginning of the pandemic, because I was working from home, I did not set boundaries. And because I had my laptop here, you know, sometimes I would, and because I, at the time I worked for a global organization, sometimes I would be up at six. And sometimes because I knew someone had just emailed me, I would be responding at 10. And of course, you know, you can only do that for so long before you burn out. And then I had to start setting boundaries. And I said, okay, you know what? Even though I I literally created an office in my house, I wasn't going to work right next to my bed. I had an extra bedroom that I made into an office. And I said, okay, this is going to be my office space. This is me going into work. So I'm literally going to be working from eight o'clock until five, no longer than six. And those are going to be my hours. And then I was going to cut everything off, shut the door, and I'm done for work for the day. And it helped. It helped a lot. Now, is work home a threat to our social norms or is it an opportunity to redefine them? Now, hybrid work, which combines remote and an office, has become more popular in the company's eyes of view due to COVID-19 which um, basically forced organizations to adopt more flexible work policies. But do you actually think hybrid is a good thing for our future, or does it pose some risk and challenges that we need to be aware of? So when you think about it, the pros of hybrid work are hybrid work can offer the flexibility to the employees, when they want to come into the office or if they want to work from home, it can improve their work-life balance, their productivity. Um, it can also benefit the employers where it can save on office costs. You can attract and retain talent from people that are maybe um, not in the same location, um, increase resilience, and you're showing that you can be adaptable. It can also foster diversity and inclusion. Um, it, re- it can reduce barriers and biases related to geography, gender, age, culture, and it can also create more opportunities and collaboration across um, teams and a lot of departments. Now, some of the cons of hybrid work. Hybrid work can also create some challenges in terms of communication, coordination, 
culture. Um, it can be even harder to establish trust, rapper, and feedback among remote and in-office workers who may have different expectations and experiences. It can also be difficult to maintain the cohesiveness and engaging organizational culture that reflects the values and goals of that particular company. Now, hybrid work can also pose some um, risk in terms of well-being and performance. It can increase the likelihood of isolation, burnout, stress for remote workers who may face um, distractions, interruptions, technical issues. Uh, It can also create more uncertainty and ambiguity for in-office workers who may feel left out or overlooked by their remote colleagues or managers. Hybrid work can also require more skills and resources for both employees and employers. It demands more self-management, communication, collaboration skills, and even from the employees who need to adapt to different modes and styles of work. It can also even require an investment in technology, infrastructure, and policies from employees who need to ensure that their hybrid workforce is supported and aligned. So how do you make hybrid work work? Hybrid work is not a one-size-fits-all solution. It requires careful planning, implementation, and evaluation from both employees and employers. For example, you can't have hybrid work for some and not others. That's just not going to work because then you're going to foster, you know, you're going to foster mistrust, jealousy, and non-inclusion among your workers. But here are some tips on how to make the hybrid work work. You need to define clear goals and expectations for hybrid work. Communicate what hybrid work means for your organization, what are the benefits and challenges, and what are the roles and responsibilities of each stakeholder. Establish clear guidelines and boundaries for hybrid work arrangements, such as schedules, availability, communication channels, and performance indicators. Create a culture of trust and transparency. Foster a sense of belonging and connection among your hybrid workforce by creating opportunities for social interaction, recognition, and feedback. Encourage open and honest communication among remote and in-office workers, as well as between managers and employees. Address any issues or conflicts that may arise promptly and respectfully. And you need to provide adequate support and resources for hybrid work Equip your hybrid workforce with the tools and technology they need to work effectively from anywhere. Provide training and coaching on how to use them efficiently and securely. Offer flexible benefits and incentives that cater to the diverse needs of your hybrid workforce. Monitor their well-being and performance regularly and adjust accordingly. Hybrid work and work from home is a reality that is here to stay. They offer many advantages, but also pose some challenges for both employees and employers. But one thing I do have to say is that employers need to trust their employees. It is not 
a good thing to say that you don't trust your employees to work from home? Is it that you don't trust your employees to work from home or you don't trust the fact that you will have no one to manage? Be honest with yourself. By understanding the pros and the cons of hybrid and work from home, we can make informed decisions on how to adopt it in a way that works for all. By following some of the best practices on how to implement it successfully, we can make the most of it. And to the companies that are so against work from home or even the hybrid model, you have to understand the employees have rights too. If you are going to treat your employees in a way that you don't trust them, then guess what? They aren't going to trust you either and they're going to go elsewhere. This all. This is all I'm going to say for this week's uh, Lose Lips. And until next time, and thanks again for listening.